Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Green Room, your daily dose of cannabis knowledge and everything else in between. It's your girl Slim here, and um, I know it's been a while since I've posted an episode, but your girl's been busy at work, so you know, the cannabis game never ends. But as always, starting every episode, I'm going to go ahead and bring you the strain of the day. And I'm, I don't know where to even start with this strain. This has become my number one hybrid strain because I have a favorite sativa, favorite hybrid and favorite indica. But this is my overall favorite hybrid Um I would recommend it to anybody, no matter the percentage of it or anything, but it's Space Bomb. Space Bomb is going to be a sativa dominant hybrid. It's crossbred between Space Queen and Tiny Bomb. Get Space Bomb. Um, the reason this is my number one strain is because of the euphoric, energized, and focused feeling that I get from it. It makes me really, really happy. Um, super um giggly very social it's a very good social strain if you have any type of social anxiety i would definitely definitely recommend space bomb in any form flower concentrates um vape carts any form of it i completely love it um it has a vanilla taste and a sweet candy smell to it which is also a plus but when you see the bud the bud has a light green um color to it with hints of orange to it so it's very very appealing to the eye um now the strain now um something about this strain it's very low when it comes to the thc percentages if you are a percentage snob but i hate talking about percentages because numbers really don't matter as much as everyone thinks um, but no matter this percentage, Space Bomb has never let me down in flower. Once again, shatter, crumble, or whatever form it comes in, it has been a great strain for me. It also um, helps with lack of appetite, so it also gets you um, hungry. Fatigue, um, once again, it helps um, with an uplifting feeling and also with pain and stress. So if you ever get a chance to come across this strain, it won't disappoint you at all. But let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is all about the strange, strange, strains, which you know are your sativas, your hybrids, and indicas. These are very common terms of, to describe cannabis. Growers usually use these terms to describe um, the growth of the cannabis plant. Your sativas are going to be thin and tall your indicas are going to be short and bushy while your hybrids are going to be a mix of the two depending on which dominant strain is the dominant one is most likely what it the bud is actually going to look like um, pop culture has used this term to describe the effect of cannabis so most of the time your sativas are uplifting, hybrids are in between, and your indicas are usually the ones that are um, in the bed, in the couch, more of a um, body feeling. But let's go ahead and break each of those down. So I'm going to go ahead and break down sativas, hybrids, and indicas for you guys, as well as their effects 
based on some studies because once again more studies are coming out that showing the sativa hybrid and indicas are very good fundamental and basis to get to know cannabis but there's a lot more um that comes into play based on your effects of certain strains so first off i'm going to start off with your sativas primarily these affect your thoughts and your feelings your head your cerebral um most of the time as these strains tend to produce uplifting energizing feelings more commonly used in the daytime they tend to have a higher thc to cbd ratio now you might come across some strains that have cbd in them but it's going to be a very low compared to the um the thc in the strain So when it comes to sativas, they also increase sense of well-being, focus and creativity, manages your depression and elevates your mood, often um, relief from headaches, nausea, migraines, and other type of chronic pain, restores loss of appetite, and also helps with insomnia and lack of sleep. So most of the sativa strains, popular ones are going to be your sour diesel and green crack. But then you also have your Super Silver, your Super Lemon, your Super Silver Haze, your Super Lemon Haze. You have your Dutch Hawaiians, your Pineapple Upside Down Cake, your Jack the Ripper. Most of them are popular sativa strains, but most likely Sour Diesel and Green Crack are ones that you definitely heard of when it comes to the Diesel family as well. Um, next. We're gonna go ahead and hit up your hybrids. I have realized that I am more of a hybrid or indica girl. And if I'm gonna do a hybrid, it's going to be indica leaning, so more indica dominant. Um, I do love Space Bomb. Once again, Space Bomb is my all-time favorite hybrid. But there's also some good ones that come in between that, that um, definitely, are worth trying and the effects are really really good because some of your hybrids if they are indica bait um indica dominant when you're towards the end of your high you're going to feel your body become real relaxed as sometimes when you are coming down from your sativa dominant ones based on how i've um experienced it i'm still very focused even towards the end of my high i might not be as um determined to do something but i'm focused on it <laughs> most of the time but with your hybrids they are a cross between once again your sativa and indica strains with one of those two being more dominant usually used um to treat variety of illnesses by using certain characteristics of the two strains that they're usually made out of so hybrids provides relaxation and reduce feeling of stress reduces anxiety um, they tend to fall somewhere in between the spectrum depending on which dominant parent strain so once again either sativa dominant indica dominant or they're going to be 50 50 split right down the middle some famous hybrid strains well these are not super famous but like strawberry cough strawberry switchblade gorilla grapes girl scout cookies 
is a very popular one. Lemon OG Kush, Paradise Weights is another one. And of course, again, Space Bomb is a hybrid strain, which are pretty good. Hybrid strains I usually would recommend for my patients who don't want to be so energized and so focused like a sativa and who don't want to be couch locked like the Indicas, which I will be bringing up next. These Indicas um are going to be your strains that are going to be mostly for your body you're going to feel a body high very relaxing sedating sometimes um these and indicas leaning hybrids are um once again my favorite so either a hybrid leaning towards indica or full-blown indica indica strains focus on the effects of your body once again producing feelings of relaxation and sedation more for your nighttime use so i definitely wouldn't recommend using a heavy hitter on like granddaddy purple um at the beginning of your day <laughs> that would be something that i definitely would not recommend um unless your tolerance is super high sometimes now when it comes to these effects of your sativa hybrids and indicas once again cannabis is all personal based i know some people who use indicas to give them energy and vice versa sativas put them to sleep this is all based on your tolerance and your uh, chemical makeup in your body on what how these strains will affect you most of the time um, but once again most of the time you will use your indicas for at night they tend to have higher CBD to THC ratio so it's going to be a little bit of opposite of the sativas you're going to have more sometimes depending on the strain CBD ratio to THC now don't sleep on CBD CBD is very beneficial especially um, by itself and also together with THC. Reasons why they are very, very good for insomnia and pain relief. Once again, your indicas provide relaxation and reduces feelings of stress, relaxes muscles and relieve muscle spasms. Once again, this pretty much affects your body compared to your head and your cerebral that your sativas do. Um, it helps with insomnia and lack of sleep. So I definitely recommend Indicus for any patients that um, are suffering from pain or suffering from insomnia and can't sleep or stay sleep. Um, it reduces seizures frequently um, and acts as an anti-convulsant um, as well. So those of people who suffer from seizures, some some in the some indicas are very good at um, helping with that. It also provides assistance, um, assistance for those suffering from PTSD. Most of the strains usually help with PTSD are gonna be leaning towards the indica or hybrid, um, just because some sativas are too stimulating and they can um, boost up your anxiety, make you a little bit paranoid, give you like um, an espresso feeling, feel like you're jacked up a little bit. So you definitely want to stay away from certain sativa strains if you do suffer from anxiety. Um, some indica strains that I've came across that very popular that you guys should definitely try. You have your nine pound hammer, your LA Confidential, your papaya cake, crescendo 
One of my favorites is going to be Skywalker OG, Mandarin Dream, and Northern Hash Plant. Now, most of these strains that I'm calling out are strains that I, we sell in our dispensary. But if you go to leafly.com or allbud.com or any of those websites, even Weed Maps and um, WikiLeaf as well, those are good apps just to learn about certain strains or any questions that you have they're also very good at locating dispensaries and things like that but when it comes to basic knowledge on certain strains or if you heard of some strains and try to look it up or and things like that they you can find these strains online google is going to be your best friend um now just a few things to keep in mind when it comes to learning about your sativas hybrids and indicas First, once again, like I stated before, effects of any cannabis strains depend on different factors. That's including the product's chemical profile, you know, your terpenes, your cannabinoids, all of those good things, your biology and your tolerance, once again, based on your personal physical makeup, what's going to affect your body, the dose, how much you actually take, and your consumption, the way that you're taking it as well. Most of the time, smoking and vaping are going to, and um, dabbing and things of that nature are going to hit you a lot faster. They're not going to last as long as oral products when if you're taking anything that you're swallowing or sublingually, which is under your tongue. So, Keep that in mind. These are just basic information and knowledge on sativa hybrids and indicas just to get you an understanding of what you may like. Pay attention to the um, the bud that you get, the weed that you get. Pay attention to when you're taking it, how you're feeling. I tell everybody to, if you really want to get into this game or really want to understand weed, get a weed journal. Get a journal that you can write in when you get high, write down, start off before you smoke, what you're feeling like and everything. And when you take it, start writing down some stuff. There's actually a weed journal out there that helps you with this. So you guys should definitely um, Google that. Um, let's see, some other things to keep in mind like i was stating before not all sativas will energize you and not all indicas will sedate you just note that the chemical data doesn't reflect a clear pattern meaning cannabis intakes is completely a personal experience um there is such research and a few studies about strains but because there are more and more studies surfacing about cannabis things are changing every day so you may notice uplifting effects with sativas and relaxing ones with indica, but pay attention to your mindset as well. Um, when you're expecting to feel a certain way with a specific strain, you may alter how you actually feel with that strain. Everything's a mind game, <laughs> pretty much. So basically what I would recommend is once again to keep that bud journal, jot down the strains and how they affect you and your moods before and after you're taking it. Um, it actually helps with me. I try to pay attention to how I'm feeling before I start smoking and what I'm feeling during it. So I, I try to, uh, you know, do what I tell you guys to do because it helps. Once again, cannabis is a growing 
industry and things are changing every every day this is not the same stuff that was in the 70s not even close i have patients telling me they're just like they're so shocked as how how far this thing has came to but that is it on today's lesson um right now is actually that time of the show where I take two or three questions that I receive from the Twitter page and answer them. Um, So I really got two good ones. They're kind of linked to each other. Well, not really, but kinda in a sense. But um, the question that I received is, why are so many black people in jail for cannabis related offenses, yet so many white people are profiting off cannabis? Very, 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 very good question. The simple answer is nobody ever wants to see niggas succeed. It usually always happens. It's always a crime when we do it, but as soon as somebody else do it, they find a way to profit. I just believe that everybody that is in jail or has it on their record for a non-violent possession charge should be let out of jail and records clean and yeah because I definitely had that on my record for possession I had to get that shit expunged paying that money for court it's ridiculous but I can go a little further into some details regarding the answer to this question so once again why are so many black people in jail for cannabis related offenses yet so many white people are profiting off the cannabis. Now, this goes back to the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937. The U.S. designed the first federal law to restrict the access of cannabis even for medical purposes. So once they did that, it was pretty much hard for anybody to get cannabis. They had to do a lot of fighting Um to figure out how to at least get it medicinal for those who actually need it. So on March 22nd, um, 1972, Raymond Schaefer, a Pennsylvania governor who was appointed by President Nixon at the time, reported that the risk of using cannabis were minimal and general use did not jeopardize health lead to experimentation with other drugs so basically meaning a gateway drug or cause criminal activity basically smoking weed did not lead to you robbing somebody or hurting somebody or committing any fucking crimes right he also recommended to decriminalize marijuana for personal use based on his findings. Now, Richard Nixon's plan was trying to have Raymond um, pretty much say the complete opposite of the findings that he found. So with these, found, with these findings um, from the report, it conflicted with the Drug Abuse Prevention and Control Act and the Controlled Substances Act. Basically, their whole plight and motto was cannabis is bad. It leads to crimes, gateway drugs. It's bad, it it just leads to everything, right? So, because 
of the Schaefer report saying that using cannabis were um, had minimal risks and didn't jeopardize anybody's health, the president had to reject his findings and in a sense declared a war on drugs, which mainly targeted poor communities, which is full of black and brown people. So that's pretty much why. It's always gonna still be that war on drugs. Marijuana is always going to be the gateway drug to every other drug, which doesn't make any fucking sense with all of these findings today. Um, But yeah, so just Richard Nixon, the war on drugs, the Controlled Substance Act, the Drug Abuse Prevention and Control Act. So a lot of these federal laws that were put into play early on is the reasons why it is the way it is. Slowly but surely, people are being let out on these offenses and things are changing, but it's not fast enough for me. And last question. Um, any apps where you can find Black-owned businesses in the cannabis industry? Now, it took me a minute to find this, but I couldn't find a, a complete platform of itself yet um, that have all of the Black-owned entrepreneurs in the cannabis industry um, in one spot. So no networking platform that I know of right now. I kind of want to work, work in the works of doing that because I think it's very important um that people that look like me stay in this industry and in this industry and blossom so that's one of part of my plans but you can definitely google um black owned businesses in the cannabis industry now i can place a link in the description of this episode where there is a list of black owned cannabis businesses mostly by women i really love it but Um, I can place that in the description and that's it I think that's it for today seems like a lot I hope I wasn't talking so fucking fast because when I get nervous and um you know I don't know why I'm getting nervous I'm the only person in the fucking room and I'm not recording myself on a camera so I don't know but It was a lot to take in today, so I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope, hope you enjoyed the knowledge that I gave you today. If you do have any questions regarding cannabis that you would like me to answer on the pod, please make sure you tag me at The Green Pod. So that's T-H-E Green, G-R-E-E-N, Pod, P-O-D, on Twitter at the end of episode. Um, every episode I will try to answer two to three questions or one if that's all I got Um, but yeah thanks again guys for joining me here to the green room I hope you guys enjoy your lovely day and I holla